baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Bridget Quinn, and here are today's top local stories. There is now word of the charges in the deadly shooting of a cinematographer on the set of Alec Baldwin's movie, Rust. Prosecutors are charging Baldwin, the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, and the assistant director, David Halls, with involuntary manslaughter, Here's correspondent Aaron Katursky. The prosecutors say that had Alec Baldwin or the others done their job, Helena Hutchins would be alive today, pure and simple. Prosecutors, at least in this announcement of the charges that will formally be filed by the end of the month, do not answer the questions of what exactly happened, how did a live round get into the gun, but they say that had Alec Baldwin done his job, Helena Hutchins would be alive today. The prosecutors say they will formally file charges before the end of the month. By the way, the film's first assistant director, Dave Halls, who handed Baldwin the gun that went off, agreed to plead guilty to negligent use of a deadly weapon. Two state assembly members are urging the legislature to pass a bill that would create a new holiday in the state for the Asian Lunar New Year. Assemblymember William Colton telling 1010 Winds making Lunar New Year a holiday could lower hate crimes against Asians. We need to have long-range solutions. And one of the long-range solutions is making people more aware of each other's cultures, each other's traditions, each other's languages and food. And the Lunar New Year is a very unique and important vehicle for accomplishing that. Colton believes that if New York makes Lunar New Year a holiday, it would go a long way in creating awareness of Asian history. An expansion of preschool special ed programs could end if officials do not find another way to fund it. Last month, Mayor Adams announced expanded programs for three- and four-year-olds with disabilities, but that relied on nearly $88 million in federal stimulus money. Randy Levine, Policy Director for Advocates for Children, telling 1010 Winds their report shows when the funds end, the city will hit a fiscal cliff and then cutbacks will be inevitable. Almost 200,000 students gained access to a school social worker as a result of this funding. And we want to make sure that they don't lose access to that social worker. Now, the program is one of more than a dozen critical education initiatives that are vulnerable to cutbacks or elimination after the stimulus funds run out next year. The Department of Education is telling 1010 Winds they are working closely with City Hall to find ways to sustain the programs. Outdoor dining has been a boon for some of the boroughs. That's what a new study says over at NYU. Mitchell Moss, professor of urban policy there, telling 1010 Winds the Open Streets Outdoor Dining Initiative is helping hard-hit areas such as the Bronx and Queens. The four outer boroughs, which had 30% of the pre-pandemic sidewalk cafes, which is what they were called, now have over 50%. So we've transformed the way in which uh, social life is occurring outside uh, restaurants, especially in the outer boroughs. Before the pandemic, roughly 1,000 restaurants in the five boroughs had outdoor dining, but under the open restaurant program, 12,000 sites are now in that program. 
The alleged lies keep getting crazier for Congressman George Santos. First, to claims his mother was a 9-11 survivor. When Santos was campaigning, he spoke about his mother and how she was inside one of the World Trade Center towers on September 11th. But records show Fatima DeValder was not even living in New York. In fact, she was not in the United States. The records show that Fatima applied for a visa to enter the U.S. from her home country of Brazil in 2003. And on that application, she said she had not been in the U.S. since 1999. Santos went on to blame 9-11 for his mother's cancer death in 2016. Santos has not responded to this latest report. And heading to the White House, the press secretary says Santos's resignation is up to the Republican conference to show what they think they owe the American people. Sophia Hall, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM in Nassau County, Long Island. Well, the New York Post has been reporting that Santos dressed as a drag queen named Kitara while he was living in Brazil a decade ago. He tweeted a response to that this morning saying, the most recent obsession from the media claiming I am a drag queen or performed as a drag queen is categorically false. I will not be distracted, says Santos, nor phased by this. Thanks for listening to the all local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.